I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. The scripture reading today comes from the book of 1 Kings, chapter 2. We're going to read verse 1 up to verse 4. Now the days of David drew near that he should die, and he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all men and of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man, and keep charge of the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments, and his judgments and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou may prosper in all that thou dost, and whithersoever thou turnest thyself, that the Lord may continue his word which he spoke concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way, to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee a man on the throne of Israel. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we bless your name and we thank you. You are the only wise God and you want the best for all the people you created. As we go through your word today, may you change our hearts, give us heavenly wisdom so that we may follow your precepts. We ask all these things in the name of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Today we basically going to focus on the father who gives instructions to his son. And this is a man who walked the face of the earth. He experienced life. And now he's giving his son the last message. He begins by saying, be strong. I want to focus on that very first statement, be strong. And being strong as I look at it, means two things. Number one, it means to stand your ground and show your faith in God. Be strong. Secondly, for me, it's being bold enough to acknowledge your sin and weaknesses and repent. These are the two things that stand out, particularly in a time and dispensation we live in in a period where we talk of days where men in particular should not be victimizing women and children. I pray that uh, we be strong as men by standing our ground and showing our belief in God. And secondly, where we have gone wrong, where we have sinned against God, and where our weaknesses have been exposed, we should be bold enough to acknowledge and repent and change our ways. So go back with me as we look at what David was saying. These were his last words, just as he was about to die. A few pointers that come from verse 2 to 4 are, one, be strong, which is our focus point today. And he says, show thyself a man. Be a man in all things that you do. Be a guide, be a protector, have a backbone, stand strong. He also said, keep
keep the church of the Lord thy God. In other words, whatever God has commanded you to do, do it. Walk in his ways to keep his statutes or his laws. The reason all this has to happen, as David was instructing his son, is that, as verse 4 tells us, that the Lord may continue his word which he spoke unto David, saying, If thy children take heed to their way to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee a man on the throne of Israel. So if the children of David were to walk in God's ways, they will always be in the line of David, in the lineage of David. There will always be a king that will be leading the children of God. So let's go pick up the life of a man who advised his son and his son being Solomon. At a time in his life when he was still young, there was a battle. Note, if we go to the book of Samuel chapter 17, and you will read this at the leisure of your home or at your convenient time. First Samuel chapter 17, and we go through it, we find that number one, there was a man, and this man was known as the champion of the Philistines. For one month, this man came out and he defied the nation and the soldiers and the army of God's children. He was a trained man. He stood tall. I'm talking Goliath this time around. And for one month, 10 days, this is 40 days in full, Saul's trained soldiers were afraid. They were timid and none of them wanted to challenge Goliath. We can understand why. When you look at Goliath and you think you can stand him and you can go challenge him, check this. Reading from verse 4 to 7, there are a number of things that come out about Goliath. He was the champion of the Philistines. His height was over nine feet tall. You and I can think of the graves that we dig now. Just think six feet. He was nine feet tall. He had a helmet of brass over his head. His coat of armor, that is the wear garment, was 5,000 shekels of brass. To bring it into today's calculation in terms of value, one shekel is equal to four rand and 61 cents of South African money. So the value of Goliath's war garment was over 23,000 rand at the time. He had guards over brass. In other words, he also had his legs guarded by brass. His shoulders were covered with brass. He carried a spear of iron. He had a shield. He also had a sword. And when all the men of Israel saw him, they fled from Goliath and were greatly afraid. As per verse 24. Lessons from the man who commanded his son to be strong. 
David is speaking from a background of knowing that if you're strong, you can conquer your enemy. You can face your fears and you can overcome them. Look with me, verse 32 from 1 Samuel chapter 17. David encouraged the king of Israel. He encouraged Saul and said to him, Let no man's heart fail because of Goliath. Number two, David volunteered to go and fight for Israel. In verse 33, when David was told he is not cut out for the battle because of no experience, he refused to believe the negative report about him. This reminds me something I learned many, many years ago in the business world. A man was told that uh, he was not going to walk again after a terrible accident. So he was in a coma and the doctors were telling his family that he won't walk again, he won't be able to speak, he will be wheelchair bound for the rest of his life. When a person is in a coma, they can still hear. So think again what you say when you are somebody you believe is not able to hear you because he's not able to respond. The brain is still working. So this man used an acronym called SNEOP. SNEOP. S-N-I-O-P. And he says, when he calls it in full, do not be susceptible to the negative influences of other people. Do not be susceptible to the negative influences of other people. If people tell you you cannot do something, don't accept that as your gospel. And later on, within 18 months, by God's grace, this man walked out of that hospital on his two feet because he did not accept what he was told he couldn't do. He believed that God would strengthen him and therefore he made it. So when David was called and told that he did not have experience and he was young, he doesn't know this battlefield, he refused to accept that negative report. Instead, when you look at verse 34 up to 37 in 1 Samuel chapter 17, we pick up a number of things. One is that David anchored his soul on what God did in his life before. And he believed that God can repeat what God had already done before. What are we talking about? Remember, this is a man who gave his last speech encouraging his son to be strong. So he anchored his life back on what God had done in his life and he believed that God, who is all-powerful, God who's omnipotent, can still do that. And David said, moreover, in verse 37, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of this Philistine. So he refused to believe the message that he is incapable of fighting Goliath. He refused to be labeled negatively. Do not accept to be boxed into mediocrity 
You have God on your side. Therefore, you are extraordinary based on God's power within your life. Be strong. In Ephesians 6, verse 10, we read the following. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Remember, it is in the Lord that you become strong. It is in the power of the might of God that you are strong. It is not you, but it is you in the Lord. Amen. And David said to his son, Show yourself a man that there is a God in your life. That's verse 46 of 1 Samuel 17. And verse 47 says, For the battle is the Lord's, it is not yours. If you show yourself strong in the Lord, God will show up and fight the battle for you. There was a time when David was abandoned by the soldiers, the men he worked with, to a point where they wanted to stone him after the Amalekites took their wives and their children away from Ziklag. And at that time when David's men, his army turned against him, what do you do when the world crumbles before you? When the people you believe in, the people that should be supporting you are no longer there, what do you do? Be strong. And David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. You and I have got the Bible, which is the word of God, and we can encourage ourselves by continuously ensuring we read the word, we feed our spirit, we feed our soul with the word of God so that when negativity comes away, we can actually bring forth the word that we have hidden in our hearts and be strong. Hallelujah. Again, we spoke about being strong has got the second aspect that when you have sinned and when you your weaknesses have showed up. You basically need to be bold enough to acknowledge that you have sinned and that you are weak and repent from that and ask God to lift you up. So when David sinned, he showed remorse. He openly confessed his sin to God Almighty. Remember Psalm 51. David showed remorse. I'm going to pick up a few things. To be strong means to be bold enough and acknowledge your weaknesses, acknowledge your sin. That's the best and first step towards taking control. Be strong. From six verses, I want to pick up a number of lessons from David. To be strong, remember, it's to be bold enough to acknowledge that you've sinned if you've sinned, to acknowledge that you're weak and you need God's strength to lift you up. So in Psalm 51 verse 1, David says to God, have mercy on me. He is not relinquishing accountability, but he knows that he is the one that have sinned. Have mercy on me, God. In verse 3, he says, for I acknowledge my transgressions. It is not someone else, but it is me who has transgressed. In verse 10, he says, create in me a clean heart. He acknowledges 
that his heart is dirty. His heart has harbored evil and he went astray. He needed God to create in him a clean heart. Verse 11, he says, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. When you and I go back, particularly those who have received Christ as their personal savior, and you go back to day one when you really took that step, remember the joy of God's salvation in your life. We were ready to fight even unto death for God's sake. And David desired that God may restore unto him the joy of God's salvation. In verse 12, he says, For you, God, desire not sacrifices. We cannot buy God. We cannot bring offerings and tithes when actually we're sinning on the other side. That does not obliterate our sin. But we need to confess. We need to be bold enough to acknowledge that we have transgressed God's law. God is not looking for sacrifices. He's looking for our hearts to change. Thus, in verse 17 of Psalm 51, David concludes in our session by saying, the sacrifices of God are a broken heart and a contrite heart. By that, David meant we need to show sincere remorse and we have to be filled with a sense of guilt and desire for atonement. In other words, we need someone to save us. And this is where we need Jesus to save us. We need to give our lives to Jesus to save us. Hallelujah. Be strong and show thyself a man. These are words of David just before he died as his son Solomon was taking the reign of God's people. David did not compromise his faith in God. Even though he slipped along the way, God was still the only God in his life. For instance, when we look at 2 Samuel chapter 22, from verse 2, David says the following, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. The God of my rock, in whom and in him will I trust. He is my shield, the horn of my salvation, my high tower, and my refuge, and my savior. So David even when he had slipped away, God was the only God in his life and he wasn't going to substitute him. Hallelujah. I want to conclude. What lessons have we picked up here? One, those of us that have walked some way and we have experienced life and we have experienced the love of God, even in our weaknesses, God sustained us to really know that we need to confess and become his children again, we need to teach those that are coming behind us. Two things that came up and I want to repeat, that being strong means to stand your ground and show your faith in God. No compromises. 
even when people want to take your life. Be ready, as Paul said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Be strong and don't give up your faith. Contend for the faith, even if it calls for your life. Secondly, what we learned here is that being strong, it means being bold enough to acknowledge your sin and your weaknesses and repent. Do not stay in your sin. Do not stay in your weak state. Repent by coming back. Let God know that you know he knows you have sinned because nothing is hidden before him. And at times when we confess that we are weak and when we confess that we have sinned, it looks like we are weak. But as Paul says, when I am weak is then that I am strong because it is not my power. It is the power of God's salvation in my life. Hallelujah. That's the wisdom from God's word. I want to conclude and I'm going to read a psalm. I'd like you to read it in your tongue, please, in your language. I'm going to read it in Sebedi, and that's Psalm 27. I'll take verse 1 up to 4 to begin with. This is a psalm I learned when I was still a pupil many years ago, well over 50 years ago. And this psalm means so much in my life. As we conclude, be strong and stay in the Lord. Do not be moved. And as a psalm in Sepedi, Ibalecha Kamukhawo, Ki Pesalumea Dafita, Habolela Are, Morena Kisiecha Saka, Lehopoloha Haka, Kesaboifa Mang, Morena Kiena Sebo Sabu Pilobiaka, Kesato Churamang, Mola Kikukunetra Kibababi, Baribajena Mayaka, Keraba Shoibaka, Limanaba Aka, Bakupilwe. Bawa, Haki Chuelo Adira, Piluyaka Hai Chore, Lenka Zuhelwa Kitabalo, Limbo, Kia Hulufela, Sekis Kupelaho, Homorena Kiseti, Sekis Nyakaho, Kiriki Dulem Wakong Wamorena, Mikayoshe Kisapila, Kibore Mabutaha, Amorena, Kifatuhele, Ndukhetwa Yara. Hallelujah. So David still acknowledges that whatever battle, whatever army that may encompass him, God is his light and his salvation. May you and I learn to teach those that can learn so that they can also teach others who will teach others after them. Let us be strong in a time when knowledge seems to have heightened and when the, the word of God seems to be minimized in our society. Let us be strong and make mention that God is our God and where we have faltered we must be prepared to repent. May God bless you and may God change our hearts and give us new hearts. If you have fallen behind and you've fallen and slipped away from the ways of God, God's love is unsearchable. He will receive you back. 
All you need do is confess your sin. God is faithful and just. He will cleanse you from all unrighteousness and forgive you. If you haven't received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, this is a moment where the heavenly wisdom can become your wisdom and you can become strong and begin to teach others the word of God. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once more. May your name be glorified. May our lives present you well in the lives and in the earth where we live right now. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen.